You know, we could have left that whole thing in and just went on to wrestling afterwards. <laughs> like, we, we, we could have left that in, but it's fine. We just stirred all over. If, if you guys want to know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Mortal Kombat trailer for the new upcoming... It, what is it, DLC? DLC, and, it's kind of pack two, oh. which also weirds me out because we had one prior to it. So technically, it should be three. No, 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 no. See, that's where you're okay. wrong. They never specifically said that the other combo packs was combo pack blah blah blah. Yeah, they never. They never said they that. Never they, just said, they just said. They just said combo pack. Yeah. Yes. No, but, but so, yeah, like, this is three. Te- technically, 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 this is yeah. three. But wait, but with that technicality of it not being three and it's combo pack two, just push two more combo packs in the existence. You know, I, I was kind of upset, it, but you're kind of selling me on it now. I'm kind of happy now because you you see how the numbers change when this was supposed to be combo pack three and it just goes down to combo pack two for some odd reason and no one tries to give you an example of why that happened. Mm-hmm. No one's saying anything. It's just it just seems really fucking odd. That the reason is because it's gonna be another combo pack. Yeah. Or two. This this seems this seems like too too dumb for them to do this. And this is this they don't do things dumb. Nah, they don't. Well, they they do do things dumb. You know what they do dumb? The the little teasers. That's dumb. That's really fucking dumb. Oh, the because the teasers for Rambo, the te- yeah, all the fucking things that fucking Ed Boon posts that are fucking teasers. They're dumb, and he swears he's doing something so cool. Like, yeah, I did this, guys. Look, it's a teaser. No one knows what this is except for you and like the two people who think like you. That's it. Like that is it. No one fucking knows. And just you and those two people. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. Before we get into wrestling, like now that you said that, I'll go into a fucking clue, right? So one of his clues mm-hmm. was Nightmare on Elm Street. And he said the clue has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Freddy or Nightmare on Elm Street. It has to do with the title. Yes. He's saying that. Do you get it? Yes. Yes, I got it because I figured it out was he kept posting a bunch of 80s movies. I just figured it out was this has something to do with an 80s movie. I don't know what 80s movie it has something to do with an 80s movie. That's all I could think about. But Rambo, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Rambo's in Mortal Kombat, if you ever heard by now, he comes out and says, I'm your nightmare. Get it? Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm your nightmare. That was the clue. Who the fuck will get that? <laughs> I mean, you know who would actually get that? The people from Combat Pack 3, where they actually show Freddy Krueger. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just throwing this out there, and I know if you know that you know. Where's Ash Williams? Yeah, he he hasn't showed up, and he was he was supposed to be in there. I don't know what happened. Yeah, 
So that means he's going to be in another combo pack. So yeah, th- there's more. There, there's there's going to be more. Yeah. Because Ermac's not in it. Cyrax, Scepter, Smoke isn't in it. There's a lot that's not in it. Reptile, they literally have so much they can mm-hmm. do. So it's, it's just going to keep going. Yeah. This is going to turn into Street Fighter all over again. Yeah, because Street Fighter just add, well, not just, I think around December, they're going to about to add some more characters. Yeah, and they're going to keep adding more characters to five. This game has been out for six years. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've had a pretty long rant on Mortal Kombat. Question for the um, listeners, like, would you like us to do a fucking, like, Better podcast on shit like this. That would be an interesting thing to do, bit. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, if the listeners want that, that would be a thing. Of course, we'll get in a tangent like we do here, but <laughs> whatever. No, we won't. We we never will do that. <laughs> why would why would we do that? Because it's us. It's not like we're gonna go on it. Oh, well, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah. So, so do, yeah. So, do you want to give the people what they came here for? The wrestling. The, yes, the wrestling. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a We Are Wrestling podcast. I am your host, Viral Viper. With my co-host, you're, not, you're my uh, Rainbow, aka the Renegade Enigma. <laughs> wow, that, that was a really bad nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I can't do a Rainbow voice. <laughs> yeah, I can't either because I don't remember what Rainbow sounds like, so I couldn't. You're Adrian, same person. Like, if you just would have seen me stop, I like, the fuck? <laughs> like, that was the wrong one. <laughs> it, it's the same actor. Yeah. But yeah, let's, um, let's get started. Where, where do you want to start from? You tell me. I asked you... So you could pick, so we could go from whatever you pick. Thing, I normally pick raw, yeah. but I totally forgot if we had something uh-huh. over the weekend. So we did. We had takeover thirty-one. See, that's the thing. <laughs> so th- th- that's where you want to start takeover? takeover yes, because that shit was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. So yes, we had takeover. And it started off with Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. But first off, we have to acknowledge that we were both right. And we do have to give a a retracted statement on saying that Triple H always lies when this time he was actually not lying. He, He did something cool. He turned this into the Lightning Dome with fans yes. yes and we both called it yeah. so yeah 
like we were kind of right and kind of wrong at the same time. And it was cool, but it was the Thunderdome, kind of, sort of. Like, not exactly the Thunderdome. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's why it's the Lightning Dome, just not as big as the Thunderdome. And to me, it had like a gritty, like, fight club feel. Like, it, like you were watching two people fight because they had chains around the plexiglass and it was stuff like that. And it was like, well, it seems like a real fight to them. Like, this is pretty good. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And Johnny and Damian Priest took, like, they had a really good match. And Johnny Gargano was just like, such a cool heel for some reason. I have no idea why he's a cool heel. And he's just like, he just seems like the biggest jerk as a heel, but he's just cool to me for some reason. And I, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, because you know he's a fucking nice dude in real life, but like, he's like the, he's a cool heel for some reason. But yeah, like him and Damian Priest, I, I didn't think they were gonna have as good a match as they did. It was actually really, really good. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And Dam- Damian Priest came across with the win, of course, which put Johnny in an awkward situation because he said him and his wife were going to have gold at the end of the night. So now he doesn't have gold. Will she have gold? And how would that how would that affect the two of them? How would that work? Ah, ah something to think about. Then we had Kishida versus Velveteen Dream, which was fucking awesome. And I know people are like, ew, you guys are supporting Dream? No. No, no, no. No. We're supporting Kishida, who just totally fucking annihilated Velveteen Dream to the point where he, quote unquote, injured Velveteen Dream. Kishida fucked him up, put him in a hoverboard lock. And Dream tapped out immediately. And then Kishida just kept fucking him up and beat his ass after the bell. The referees had to stop him. And apparently he, quote unquote, broke Velveteen's arm. In this match, I kind of want to retract something, though, right? Now, mm-hmm. I mentioned the fact that Bug Patrick Clark, right? Like, I don't respect mm-hmm. the man, right? But I like the character, right? Mm-hmm. I no longer like this character. Like this whole new heel persona. Like he doesn't wrestle the same. He just not the same character anymore. Like I, I don't like it. So I'm glad he got beat up. The man and the yeah, it's, yeah. This new Velveteen Dream is. I don't know if it's just something off because of his outside politics or his. It's just him. Like, it's something to fuck off. Yeah. It's just something off about it. It just it just doesn't seem right at all. Like, I don't know why. It just doesn't seem right. Because he was a heel before. And but yeah. I, I like him as a heel. So it, it has a new... Yeah. It, yeah, it just doesn't... Like, it's just off. It just doesn't seem right. Like, it's, just, it's something about it. It just doesn't seem right. I don't know why. 
Mind you, I, I separate like, I feel like I... real life bullshit. You know what I mean? So it's not that that's bothering me. It bothers me. Don't get me wrong, but like not the character. Dude, Dev, like I don't know if I separate the two of them, but like, I, like I said before, I really don't. I really don't separate the person from the character, even though, like, you shouldn't do that. But like, if I'm looking at you and you have that vibe of that type of an asshole, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can't separate this because that's like that. really your true vibe. And like, huh? it might actually be that. Like, he came across the vibe, like. Oh, I got away with it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck y'all. Yeah, it's like he's gotten away with it and he's like a swarmy pervert. And it's like, dude, like, out of all the things you should do is like literally change your gimmick a little bit to tweak it. Like, hey, I'm not a swarmy pervert like I am in real life. And I didn't get away with it. It's like, if you kind of would change that a little bit and like, I could probably look at you a little different and be like, all right, this is not the same person. But, like, you literally embody everything that you were, quote-unquote, not doing. Like, I, I, I can't deal with that. Here's the funny part. I believe he actually did change his game. It, it feels worse to me. Yeah, like, it's just bad. Like, this oh, fuck. Like, he, it's just like, bad. Worse than before. Yeah. Exactly. You told me and I don't think when people have like out- on Prince, correct? Yes, yes. D- this this gimmick right here that he's doing is no longer based on yeah. Prince. This is something totally different. Like I'm getting like Walking Dead slash pervy vibes off of it that that shouldn't even be a thing. It's like what? Like why is this happening? Like it just it just bothers me. Like I don't know if he would have stuck to the Prince gimmick, I would have probably been like, ah, you know what? Like I could deal with this, but this is it's just not working for me. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go on to something that was actually cool, Mm -hmm. and also like had a weird thing in there that just kind of weirded me out. I'm still trying to figure this out. (laughs) So we had Swerve versus Santos Escobar. This match was really good. It was way better than it was advertised and expected. It was just, it was really good. And the thing that fucked me up in this match is Elgado del Fantasma comes out and it's the two of them and they start trying to beat up Swerve. And then here comes Ashanti Diodonis. It's like, okay, all right, that's one person. There, there should be another one. But him and Swerve just beat the two of them up and just sent them to the back. And it's like, why, why did one person come out and help him? Also, why did it have to be you? Like, what the, I give you what the so fuck? much credit for remembering his new name. Because for those of you that don't know, this is the man formerly known as Tahuti Miles. So, like, I'm... I'm like I remembered his like current name. It just like I, I'm surprised you did because you normally don't remember shit like that. Because <laughs> it, it was so recent. Yeah, yeah. no. I, yeah, like it, it was really recent. Like they just did it on 205 Live like two weeks ago. Yeah. 
And like, apparently this is his rebrand, even though we've been watching him all summer as Tahuti Miles, this is his rebrand, which I'm not even sure. I don't even know how he even got to this level of a rebrand. Just out of nowhere. And it's his push, if you notice, because he came out on TakeOver. So. Exactly. But yeah, um, Swerve lost because Swerve hit his head on an exposed turnbuckle on the outside to Escobar. Now, I don't want to see this match again. Not because the match wasn't good. I don't want to see this match again because the build has been completely terrible. Completely terrible. It's been ass-backwards booking. Don't want to see this again. Like, if they do a real storyline where it's real build down the line, I'll be into it. Because the match was great. It's just the storyline to get here was I want nothing to do with this anymore. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, had uh, um, Swerve won maybe one more match, but like, nah, like, he should have been had that title. Yes. But I wouldn't be surprised if Swerve had another title. Tag title? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Because now he's got the Adonis, and if Elgato Del Fantasma wins the tag titles, he could be first in line. You never know. True, true. And then we had the women's title match. Which I don't know why people even thought was like, I don't know if this match is going to be good. Dude, it's Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. Y'all remember they had a match to take over before that stole the show that was like the opening match and it stole the fucking show? Nobody remembers that? Okay. I wonder what the fuck people were like, drinking you guys they thought like, this match wasn't going to be good. I have no fucking clue. I have no clue, but people really thought it wasn't going to be good. But it was fucking great as predicted. And the referee got knocked out. And Johnny came in and put on a referee shirt to try to count the three. EO kicked out. And then when the referee came, got back up, this was the funniest line ever. It's like, hey! Take off that shirt. That doesn't belong to you. It's like, why would you? We know that it doesn't belong to him, real ref. Like, what is wrong with you? This is so dumb. No, no, no. Then it was like, you get out. No, no, no. I'm not getting out. You get out. (laughs) And he argued with the ref like he was a real ref. It's like, Johnny, you idiot. That's not how this works. So Candace hit EO with the championship and tried to pin her one two. EO kicked out. Then they went another five minutes and EO beat her down and hit her with the moonsault. One, two, three. EO wins, beats Candace. Candace and Johnny are crying because they lost. And they're walking up the entranceway and EO's posing. And she's posing and then all of a sudden, those big ass video walls turned into 
a video and it just was a woman, a blonde white woman that said, hey, I hope you guys didn't forget about me. Like, wait, what? I know that voice and it's Tony Storm. It's Tony Storm. Tony Storm is back. Yes, it is. And she challenged EO. And I was like, oh, wow, like she's going to face EO. But before we get to that, before TakeOver started, Rhea Ripley went to Triple H and Triple H said, you can have a title match against the winner of EO and Candice. Well, now Rhea's number one contender. And then Tony just said she was number one contender. So the Tony video cut off and EO's going to get out the ring and then we get that mystery person that drives up on a bike and I was like, hmm, like, wait a minute, it's two people? And the mystery person is Ember Moon. Yeah, you, you called that. That's totally you. It's not me. I actually stole it from another podcast. Those wrestling girls. I stole it from them. It's them. They came up with it. And I was like, that is a great idea. And that's exactly what happened. It made sense. It made perfect sense. So here's the conundrum that they're in now. There's three number one contenders right now because all three of them is uh, called out for the title. How is this going to turn out? Like, I know it's going to be a four-way, but like, what the fuck? Probably they're going to like try to have one sole number one contender, you know, have a three-way and the winner, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into multi-person match because also remember... Like there's a couple other people when we go on to like the NFT show that wants in on this. Yes. So I have to I have to mention that Casey Lennox was sitting in as a fill-in on commentary for Beth Phoenix, and some dude was sitting there as a fill-in for Wade Barrett, who were not there at the time. And a lot of so-called wrestling fans had no idea who Casey Lennox was. And then I explained it to a bunch of them. They're like, oh, oh. And I was going to get really mad at one of my friends when she said, who is that girl? What? I'm like, dude, how do you not know who Casey Lennox is? And then she's like, oh, shit, that's Casey Lennox. I can't believe she's there. I'm like, thank God you actually remembered who she was. Like, I didn't know her. So, I, so honest, when you explained who she was, I'm like, okay, I do remember her. No, because as soon as I said interviewer for MLW, you're like, oh, I know exactly who she is. I didn't think she had a name. Okay. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I forgot. You legit said that. You legit said, I didn't think she had a name. I felt so <laughs> You did. It was funny. <laughs> And then we had a video package that the first five seconds of the video package, I figured out what it was and I screamed so loud. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. You definitely did. Yeah. And 
it was a Halloween video with Shotzi Blackheart. But it wasn't just, yes, it wasn't just a Halloween video. It was a NXT Halloween Havoc video. So NXT will have Halloween Havoc October 28th on regular television. So yeah, that's going to be awesome. And the gentlemen, the viral viper, once again, uh, predicted something. Pure genius. What? What? I did not. That was the only one predicted. You, you did another one I can't remember off the top of my head, but that one came to be. Well, we're going to get into you predicting everything in a few minutes, <laughs> sir. But we still have to talk about Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh my God. Yes, but we have to talk about how it started the whole Undisputed Era walks up and they give him a handshake and they hug him. And you said, hey, something looks off with Adam Cole because Adam Cole hugged him. And the other two walked off. <laughs> Wonder why that happened. So we get into the match. The match was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. It was brutal. It was good. Somebody's jaw got broke. Somebody had a slight concussion. Somebody bust their mouth open. It was a bunch of shit. It was really good. Dare I say, they went in so hard. It was strong style. Like, even the same thing as a New Japan main event type of thing. They both been there. Yes, it was. You know. Yes, it was. It definitely was. I'm proud of the call for letting them do that. Paul Levesque, by the way. Exactly. Like, it just was so fucking beautiful. And Ben Ballard won with the coup de gras. Because they had to go home a little faster because he got his jaw broke. So that was a thing. So after the match, he shakes hands with Kyle O'Reilly. And then all of a sudden, in the crowd, walks out Ridge Holland with a dead Adam Cole. What the fuck? And he throws him, he throws him on the floor. And then all of a sudden, here comes Roderick and Bobby. What happened? What? Weren't you guys with him? Yeah, exactly. Like, you walked off. Like, like what happened? What, what happened? Like, they're always together. So that, that's sketch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. Unfortunately, we may never know why it got weird. <laughs> so, where do we go next? Uh, bro. You know what? No. NXT. The continuation. And okay. then we go to Raw. Okay. So, earlier on Twitter, it was, it was said, Ember Moon's going to kick off the show. And then... 20 minutes before the show, Kushida and 
Tommaso Ciampa won't stop fighting. Their match is going to be first. It's like, why? But like, if you separated them, everything would be fine. We can't separate but them, though. They're big men. They're both very small men, but okay. Both of them are cruiserweights. That can make people know that Tommaso Ciampa mm. was a cruiserweight. He may be a little bit bigger than a cruiserweight now, but he started off in a cruiserweight uh, um, tournament. Mm-hmm. But they're, had, they're fighting and they have one hell of a match. The match was like so good. And it's like, all right, this match is really good. And don't you know, by God, it gets ruined by the fucking Velveteen Dream who has a cast on his arm and he's meaning to hit Kishida and he fucking hits Champa and gets Kishida disqualified. He gets beat up a little bit more and runs off. That's like, what the fuck? Like, this is a piece of shit. Like, he's, he's got to stop or be stopped. That pissed me off, but not for a reason you would think. You know, because it fucked up a good match. No, no. Why? Because, like, Levitine Dream is quote unquote injured. Like, they did the injury report and all that. Like, it's supposed to be legit. We all know it's bullshit, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with a current arm injury right now. It hurts to even lay down. Like, I'm trying, like, hard not to fucking yell on this podcast while I'm in pain, right? This motherfucker, mm-hmm. like, gets jumped on, hits, like, people with his cast, what have you. And it's like, it looks like he doesn't feel anything. Like, he's high on drugs, baby. <laughs> oh shit, we're gonna get into that later. But yeah, like, do better, be a yeah. better actor, you know? Like, tight to the crowd. Exactly. Like, oh, my arm. But no, 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 he's not doing that. I'm just gonna do this thing. <laughs> All right. Like, it's a small thing, but that bothered me. His whole existence in this whole thing is bothering me. (laughs) But, yeah, like, that was that. Then we had Ember Moon come out, and she was talking about how good it is to be back in NXT, and she's coming for the title. Then Rhea Ripley, no, EO, should, EO comes out. And she's like, all right. Then Rhea was like, no, I want the title shot. Soon as she said that, then here comes Dakota Kai and Raquel Diaz. So this actually fucked me up. Like, I literally had no idea what happened. So Ember and Rio, I mean, not Rio, Rhea go to attack Dakota and Raquel and literally literally William Regal comes out and goes like that's it you and you tag team back tonight who like and the thing was he had his back turned to like literally both teams and he didn't he didn't look and say you and you he just said you and you tag team back tonight and I was confused because Listen, I was so confused because EO was standing with Rhea and Ember. 
So I didn't know who the you and you was. And uh, what if he just, I was so confused. I was so confused. And then like five minutes later, they sorted it out with, it's Dakota and Raquel versus Ember and Rhea. I'm like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. We need Because that was, <laughs> dude, that was so fucking baffling. So then they did a backstage with Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly, the whole team is there. Adam Cole is angry. Cause he's like, yo, I'm gonna get my revenge on Ridge Highland. And I didn't notice this until I watched this part back. Bobby Fish is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Roderick Strong's in the back looking at Adam like, you ain't gonna do shit. I didn't notice that. And Kyle is, yeah, and Kyle is nursing his room, his wombs, so he's not paying attention. And like did you realize how Bobby is just saying yeah it's like just he's not saying yeah it's like yeah I encourage you it's like yeah whatever yeah yeah whatever <laughs> oh like oh it's it's a little decision here also Riley, like, oh, okay. is upset that he lost like he felt like he, he failed the group yes that's a thing but um Cole like they told him he, he didn't fail the group like he did good. He put up a great match. So you see how the split is happening. Yep. Foreshadowing. Yes. The other two didn't say anything. It was just cold. That gave him props. Mm-hmm. Then we had <laughs> Funny Edge, Johnny Gargano, and Candice. They were walking the dog. And they were both talking about getting beat up. And they get back to the house and there's a big TV there. And the Candace goes, looks at the TV, Candace says, It's from Indy Hartwell. Johnny just fucking straight goes, She's a goof. Like, she's a sucker. I never liked her anyway. And then she's like, No, Johnny, it's a TV. He looks at the TV and goes, Oh, she's such a sweet girl. I love her so much. I've always liked her. Just called her. Yeah, just called her a fucking sucker. Like, what's wrong with you? You jerk. <laughs> but that is literally something I would do. Me too. Me too. That's something I would do. Definitely me. <laughs> I, I think I've actually done that. So, you probably <laughs> did. So we had a match with Zia Lee and Shotzi Blackheart. This match was... This match was good. The end was the thing that intrigued me. Like the match was like the match was over. Shotzi won. Match is over. And she's actually Shotzi, if you notice, she's starting to pick up a little traction with the fans now. And like she might she might be a superstar really soon. Yeah. And Zia Lee's beat down and she's in the corner and Boa comes out, which is the other Chinese-American per, well, not Chinese-American. Why did I say that? I think he is Chinese-American. I mean, yeah, but he's not from here. Yeah. 
But he comes out and gives her a letter and she looks at the letter and she opens it up. She reads it and he tells her to come with him. He's dressed up in a suit, so I don't know if he's gonna be like a manager or like a or like a boss or like something like I don't know. It does have like so many like it's very intriguing because I want to find out what they're gonna do with him and her. And even though this is gonna sound weird, it's racist because you just stick the two Asians together. I mean, it is what it is. But I actually want to see how this goes. They they do that all the time, if you notice. Look at the um. I know. The little hurt locker business. I know, but like, I really wish they would figure out a way to not do stuff like that. (laughs) So, then they showed a video of Tony training and her talking about coming back to America and how she's stuck in some random country. I swear to God, she said, like, I'm stuck in Guam. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck did you even get to Guam with the fucking Corona? Like, how did you get there? Where Wherever she said she was stuck at was, like, a random fucking place that you would be like, how did you even get stuck there? You wouldn't think But she said she's... she's Exactly. And then she said she's on her way back. And I'm trying to figure out, what the... F- where were you? But, like, wherever she is, apparently they're going to get her into the country. Because from what I remember, she wasn't in the country at all. Okay. Because, like, she was one or two places. She was either in Japan or England. I can't remember which one. But she was stuck outside of the country. So, for them to hype her up, like, when she's coming back is... They either found a way to get her in the country or they're going to do some flim flam shit and she was already here. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Then we had Damien Priest talk about winning the title and it was like it just was another thing but then it made me think who the fuck is going to face Damien Priest now? And we had a couple of options because Austin Theory comes out and issues an open challenge. And your favorite person, well, your second favorite person in NXT comes out, Dexter Loomis. Yeah, baby. <laughs> he doesn't talk, so I well, give him anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Dexter and Austin have like this they actually had a pretty long match. It was good. And literally 10 seconds after he taps out Austin Theory, still has him in a fucking choke. He just gets stomped on by your first favorite NXT superstar. He came from the moon, baby. Cameron Grimes. You know what's fucking hilarious? Like, after he after he beat him up, he did say, I'm gonna send him to the moon, baby. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I, I guarantee he's gonna have a moon t-shirt. I hope so. He's gonna get a moon t-shirt before Ember Moon. Watch. That, that is fucking hilarious. 
Then we had the funniest thing on NXT. We had fucking Drake Maverick walking down on his way to the building. Yeah, I'm getting ready to have a tag team back tonight. Fucking Killian Dan comes over. What? Yeah, we have a tag team back tonight. We don't have a tag team back tonight. Yeah, we do. You're my tag team partner. We're having a tag team back tonight. I, no. And he just walks off. That legit was his reaction, too. It's like, <laughs> like, no. And Drake still smiles and goes, we got this. So they come back from commercial break. Ever Rise is out there who, who are a great tag team. <laughs> and all of a fucking sudden, this weird ass, wacky ass fucking music starts playing. It is Killian Dame and Drake's music. Oh my god, it is so fucked up. They got their own. And it was. Yes. And I had just said it minutes before that. I was like, dude, what if they come up with some fucked up crappy music? And they did. And Drake comes out first, and then Damo comes out and was like, what is this? What is this music? What is, what is this? And the music cuts off. He's like, this is our music. He's like, no, it's not. It's not our music. It was so fucking hilarious. They get in the ring and they wrestle. And Dame makes Drake wrestle most of the match. He winds up getting a hot tag. And they win something that Renegade wanted to do for a long time. Use one wrestler to finish off the other wrestler. They had the Everest dude on the floor and Killian Dane power bombs Drake into him for the win. And not even like a normal tag they team. Get up. That is a, a move tag team would do. Like he meant to hurt Drake. Mm-hmm. He meant to hurt Drake. Yes, he did. Right after that. Drake gets up to celebrate with him. He shakes his hand. He literally shakes his hand and then punches him in the face and knocks him out. I'm like, well, goddamn. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Then we had a Finn Balor in Colorado. Like, it was a promo of, like, them recapping what happened after the match. It was pre- like it was pretty cool because it was a brutal match to do a checkup on both of them, and he was talking to Finn about well, not talking to him, talking about him, and his jaw swelled up. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Because apparently they said he can't talk for a few weeks, like legit. Mm-hmm. But um, if you watch the promo back, he literally said like three words. Yeah. So yeah, they, they lied. I mean, like, and you point, mm-hmm. you pointed out something that was fucking hilarious because you pointed that out in the way you pointed it out. Okay. The fucking doctor goes, "Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly won't be able to be on TV this week." You was like, "He just did an interview." <laughs> I was like, "You know what they mean, not Russell." No, but he, he clearly said he won't be on TV. What the fuck? He clearly said that. 
Yes. Then they go outside and Ridge Holland pulls up in a Mercedes and the interviewer chick asks him, Ridge, why did you beat up Adam Cole? He literally says, last week, I didn't have a Mercedes. This week, I have a Mercedes. And walks in the building and was like, Okay, you got paid off. Yes, that makes no, sense. No, but he, he said right. something to the effect of, I forget the exact quote, but after he said, now I have a Mercedes, I believe he said thanks to Adam Cole. Yeah, he did say thanks to Adam Cole. Yeah. But it's like, you got paid off. Like, you got paid off, and my speculation is he got paid off by Roderick and... Bobby. Yeah. So Rich Holland goes to the ring and he has a match with Danny Birch, which I knew this match was gonna be fucking crazy. Like they had fuck they had a fucking crazy match, but Rich Holland beat him down. And the part that fucked me up was like Rich Holland beats him down, Ridge gets the win. Danny Birch stands up, Ridge just like beats him down again. So here comes fucking Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan comes in the ring, starts to beat the shit out of Ridge Holland, which I really think he was supposed to just let Ridge Holland beat him down. But he's such a badass that he beat Ridge Holland down. He fucked him up. And then Ridge Holland beat his ass, knocked him down. Oni fucking jumps on him and then starts beating his ass again. Ridge, Ridge knocks him down. They get back in the ring. Ridge beats him down again. And I'm like, yo, it would be funny if Oni Lurkin got up again. Oni Lurkin gets up a fucking again. And then he just he just jumps on Ridge Holland and Ridge Holland snaps his leg. And that's the end of Ridge Holland. Like he he literally pulled off a Sid. Like hopefully y'all yes. remember that. Again, I think I said this before. Go on YouTube and look up WCW Sid's leg. No context. Just look that up. And if you have a weak stomach, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so fucked up because if you watch it back, like Ridge Holland is trying to catch him and he's he's ready for the catch, but his foot is a little bit too far behind him. And when he catches him because of the force, it pushes his foot and there you go. Like, yep. Yeah. Now, like before like, any of this happened, though, like you mentioned the fact mm-hmm. that you think it was strong in a fish, though, right? Mm-hmm. Pots twist, right? What if it actually mm-hmm. was Cole that paid him off, and like him getting beat up was bullshit, basically? I. I would be okay with it because it would make Adam Cole seem like the biggest asshole in the world and the three undisputed guys will be against Adam Cole and Ridge Holland. Yeah. Of course, that's like none of that's going to lead anywhere now as far as Ridge Holland, but yeah. Yeah, and like for everybody that goes, oh, it, it might not have been serious. This was literally the only time they took somebody out on a stretcher that wasn't a fake injury in the middle of the show and said, 
yo, he he's badly hurt. Yeah. Like they actually showed him getting stretchered out. Like why can't so, we yeah, like, like it, it's not pretty. Not pretty. It's not, yes. it's not it's not exactly like this thing, but it's in the same vein. So Yeah. Then we had a Timothy Thatcher inter backstage promo thing where he keeps talking about he's gonna get knocked down, but he's getting back up. He's getting knocked down, and I get back up, and I get back up, and I'm gonna get it up. <laughs> it's like, all right, Timothy, you're gonna come back. Yay, Tim. Yeah. And then we had the tag team match between. Rhea and Dakota, Rhea and Ember versus Dakota and Raquel. This match, I was so baffled. And when I tell you why, you'll be like, "Oh, want to know why I was baffled? Why? When the fuck did Raquel Diaz get that good? I I don't know. I don't know because she was green for a minute." Yes, and she's fucking beating the shit out of. She's beating the fucking shit out of um, Rhea. She had her in this fucking move where, like, she had her wrapped around her body and had her in a submission and was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, the fuck? Now, because of that, right? Earlier in, in mm-hmm. our podcast, we talked about maybe a possible four way, right? Mm-hmm. What because of this? It's a six way. Six pack challenge, if you will. Yo, I would be okay with that. Because, like, we're up to six, right? Or am I mistaken? There's more. But it's EO, Ember, Ripley, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh who, who am I missing? Uh, Kai, Tony. Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Tony, Tony, mm-hmm. that it? So, yeah, that's that's about it. Possibly Candice, because I see her like, like uh, um, squirming her way in that. I would be okay with that. Yeah, and that's probably why, where she probably would win the title. Yeah. But yeah, that that um. That happened. Yep. So that was all NXT. That's what I could just say. That happened. NXT. Yes. Now Raw, I guess? Yeah, if you want to go there, then we can go there. Yeah. Because this is going to be the last Raw before the Drafto. That's right. Which is on SmackDown this week, right? Yes, which has some very weird fucking things to it. Very weird. Yeah. This is how it goes, right? The draft or the draft. Here's here's what the draft is. Here's what's happening. Okay. This Friday, there's only a certain amount of people that are eligible to be drafted. How many? Only a certain amount of people. Okay. I think it's like 30 people. 
on that list of 30 people that's only eligible to be drafted on Friday, only for Friday, hear me, hear me out, only on Friday, these people can be drafted to a show. And after they're drafted to the show, then that's what it is. But the people who are eligible on Friday, like the ones I can remember off top is Drew McEntry, Oscar, Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Um, I think I think it did say AJ Styles. It was a couple of. It's a lot of big names on this one thing to be drafted on Friday. Now, on a Monday list, everybody else. And if you're not drafted, then. It is what it is. The funny thing that that has a lot of speculation running rampant about a storyline that I have been talking about for months. Sasha's name is on Friday night. Mm -hmm. So she has to be drafted to a show on Friday night. Monday night, Bailey's name is on the show. So Bailey has to be drafted on on Monday night. So Sasha has to be drafted on Friday. Bailey has to be drafted on Monday. They're having a big match this week. And I know if anybody thinks like me, Sasha is going to lose and get drafted that night. Yes. And then on Monday, Bailey's going to be still drafted to SmackDown because they still have to pick her and she's going to be eligible on Monday. Oh, so... To my understanding, okay. Say you have a Raw Jack wagon, so when you're on Raw, they can still pick you mm-hmm. if they are Raw. You just reading the list doesn't mean you necessarily go to SmackDown. Yes, because if you're on the list, okay, this is how it works. The names that I mentioned are all on, like, this Friday on SmackDown, they will be drafted to a different show. Or they will be drafted to the same show. Like Drew, Roman, all of them. They will be drafted on Friday. They will be drafted on SmackDown. That's it. It's done. Okay. They're drafted. The ones on Monday will be drafted to Eva Raw on SmackDown that day. And they're done. If anybody is left over in the draft, like they did, I think it was last year or the year before, if you're left over in the draft, you can basically choose what brand you want to sign to. Okay. Yes. Kind of the but you would have to be... terms supplemental draft? No. No, you're a free agent. Okay, gotcha. So if you're like left over in the draft, they don't pick you, you're just left over, you're just there, you, you could go wherever you want to go until you find a home and say, this is where I want to be. Got you. Now, here's the weird part. Mm-hmm. I see them leaving out a semi, a semi or a big name. I'm not going to say who. I see them leaving somebody out of getting picked, and they're going to be angry. And they're not going to choose Raw or SmackDown. They're going to choose NXT. Okay. But I do know that one person, yeah, 
I do know one person is not going to be on SmackDown no longer, and that's AJ Styles. Okay. AJ Styles definitely 100% not going to be on SmackDown because he likes to go to his son's football games on Friday and SmackDowns on Friday. So because he's like the favorite child, he could go to a Raw or NXT and that would not interfere in anything. Yeah. So like that's where he's going to go. He's going to move. To one of them nights. Long run works out better for him. Yeah. It's even raw NXT because he's mentioned going to NXT to either fighting Finn or teaming up with Finn. So that could happen too. I wouldn't mind him in NXT. That would be kind of cool. But I do know that the, the reason it's worded like that, that the person, like the people who are not drafted, can choose a home to go to. The reason it's worded like that is because people may wind up on NXT. Gotcha. So yeah, that's a, that's a thing. So now let's get to the last raw before draft Okay. So. It started out with Randy Orton in that room, just sitting there, talking about everything he did for 800 million seconds. And he won't stop talking. And he did what he did because they did what they did. And each time he says something, they recap it. And they recap it. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting longer and worse. To the point where I'm like, what? He recapped him beating down Shawn Michaels and all them, right? Mm -hmm. I want to point out how that beatdown was worse than I thought. And by worse, like how horrible that whole scene was. Because Shawn Michaels is just laid Mm -hmm. out on two chairs. No one falls like that. Mm -hmm. Like I mentioned that before. I don't think I mentioned the podcast, right? His Mm -hmm. immovable head. The hat didn't come off. Like, I don't care. Yes. You get beat up. That hat's coming off. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't notice that until Randy recapped it. Yes. But yeah, like, he did this long recap. It literally took about 10, 15 minutes. Then Drew came in there, beat him down. And... Randy sneaked out the door. They separated the two. And Randy basically somehow, I guess during the promo, he said, I'm going to have a Hell in a Cell match with you. And Drew beat him down. I was like, okay, whatever. That was funny. That was funny. So then we go to what did we go to because it wasn't a match in the ring wait it was a match in the ring it was a match in the ring because this is where fucking Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy were doing doing a promo and Seth was talking and Seth puts his head out for Buddy to hand him the mic Buddy's not handing him the mic he puts his hand out wait for the mic Put his hand on again. And he doesn't hand him the mic. 
So Seth just goes off with him like, well, won't you hand me the mic? I'm gonna put my hand out. That's what it means. <laughs> and Buddy is so angry because of the whole Aaliyah Mysterio thing and him leaking the text messages. And Murphy starts to beat up Seth a little bit and like, apologize to Aaliyah. Apologize. A little bit. He fucked him up. Yeah, no. He did. He, he beat he beat the hell out of him. Candlestick and all. Mm-hmm. And then they have a match where no, no, that's not where it happened. That's not where it happened. Oh, okay. Because they had a match. They had a they had a tag team match against Dominic and Humberto because they interrupted it. Remember, they interrupted the match. And that's what happened. They interrupted and they had a tag team match. And Seth and Buddy had to work together as a tag team match against Dominic and Humberto, which won. After the match, Seth goes, I give you an ultimatum. You have to apologize to me by 10 o'clock. You got it. You got it. Which fucking was up. Yes. They did. It fucking bothered us. Those of you that don't know, the show ends at 11. Like, why so precisely 10 o'clock? Exactly. It just was so fucking random. You could have easily just said before the end of the show. Exactly. Then we had a six-man tag match. And the fucking six-man tag match was... It made me laugh because I thought I knew what was going on. So Zelina Vega comes out and I'm like, oh, they're going to stick her with the Iconics. Wait, why would they stick with the Iconics? They broke up, but those are the teams that she's to be with. Who comes out to be her teammates? Lana and Natalia. What the fuck? I don't like them together. I really mm. don't like them together. Me neither. And they face Oscar, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. The match happened. That's all I can say because nothing memorable happened in the match. The match happened. And Asuka and her team won. Natty and Lana are out there for some reason and they just won't leave. It's okay because the tag team champs come out and put Lana through a table. Here's the thing about that. The tag team champs are literally just in regular tag team, in like regular street clothes and they beat the shit out of these people. Regular fucking street clothes. They beat, they beat Lana up and that's it. And they walk off and it's like, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, Lana, so, like, needs to stop wrestling. She's not good in the ring. Yes. So, then we get the first part of this thing. And when I put, like, when I point something out later, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? So, Can I say something before you go, though, right? You, was, uh-huh. you barely remembered, like, the Seth Rollins thing. Not coming at you, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, right? Like, mm-hmm. this role was kind of hard to watch. Like, most of the show was boring except one little thing, which I think that's where you're going at. Yes. But this is the first part of the little thing. Yeah. So, in the back, 
and also like this i have a little beef with this too okay so MV, mvp walks up to ali apollo and ricochet and goes listen we got a tag match later on gets two of y'all but i got a spot open for the hurt business and by the end of the night somebody's gonna take that spot which one of y'all is gonna be and the thing that i'm upset about is why the fuck was everybody giving everybody ultimatums for later on the night because it, it was one more. But why the fuck was everybody giving ultimatum for later on tonight? It was raw. Ultimatum. Dun, dun, dun. Apparently. <laughs> so, then we had the Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt interaction. And this is fucking hilarious. They're fucking talking. And Bray's in... Mr. Rogers gimmick because that's what Kevin called him because we have said that a billion times this is a Mr. Rogers gimmick. Yes. And Bray is just talking about fighting him on Friday and Kevin leaves and you say Alistair Black is going to attack him. What? Fuck, where did that come from? Five seconds later, Alistair Black attacks him. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> it was kind of obvious, though, because he still got beef with Alistair. But still, dude, what the fuck? Is Alistair on that list? I, please tell me. Please tell me he is. Please tell me he is. He's on a list. I don't know which day he is. I think he's on Monday's list. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I see him join the forces with the team. Yes. Now, whether or not he has a Mr. Rogers type gimmick himself, like that's another story. But yeah, I hope. So. I hope so. Him and Alexa, because yeah, that, that's the thing. Yes. Did we cover the Alexa thing? No, we'll cover it when we cover SmackDown. Okay. Then we had Ron Strowman woke up on Adam Pearce and go. Listen, there ain't no Raw Underground night. I want a match. So I'm giving you an ultimatum. Give me a match. <laughs> I was like, oh, why does everybody just give people ultimatums? And he goes, I can't give you a match. It's fucking chill, right? Exactly. He goes, I can't, I can't give you a match, but I can give you a tryout. An exhibition. I just have to find you somebody. So... Brian walks off and Keith Lee walks in and says, I'm not doing anything tonight. So they set up the match. Because here's the weird caveat that I think we knew, I think we mentioned it, but nobody else mm -hmm. realized it. Brian is still a SmackDown guy. Yes. Yes. Nobody else said anything about it, which is like, Brian's just here. But he shouldn't be here. You legit got mad a couple times. Like, why is he even here? And nobody just cares about it. It's like, he's a SmackDown dude. And another reason, why is nobody on SmackDown bitching that he's over there? And also, why is nobody from Raw bitching that he's on SmackDown? Like, I mean, fuck, like, I don't even, some goddamn confusing. He shouldn't be here. He should not be here. He's been here for like six weeks. He shouldn't be here. 
Fucking shit. <laughs> he might wind up then we, their permit they have to draft, so. Probably. Then we have one of my favorite promos. It was it was fucking our truth setting up his mock draft with a bunch of random fucking names and he sees a janitor and he says, Randy Orton, get out of here. And of course, it's Drew Gulak who rolls him up and gets the one, two, three. Drew Gulak's the 24-7 champion for now. Is he like a five-time champion by now? Yes. But then we get Ricochet and Apollo versus Bob Lash and Shelton Benjamin. Here's the funny part. Ricochet the whole time looked like Ricochet was going to be the guy to jump. But Ricochet and Apollo Crews teamed up together and they fought Bob Lash and Shelton Benjamin. I would say they won, but they lost because Bobby Lash just beat the limit shit out of him. <laughs> like, I hope Ricochet the- leaves the WWE. Like, he's phenomenal in the ring, but his promos suck. Like, nothing yes. is believable. Exactly. Then we get Drew saying he's going to fight Randy Orton and Helen Cell. And then we we get a Bianca Belair doing a smartest thing because she's the EST and that's one of her STs <laughs> is smartest. And I was upset because all of those things she was saying was like super common knowledge. I'm like, the fuck? Like, it was super common knowledge. Not to everybody, because apparently people that she was playing with they didn't know those. That's true. Then we had our truth fucking Russell Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak trying to run. He knocks down a trash can. Inside the trash can is Tazawa. <laughs> it's like, what? What, like, what, the, what the hell is happening? And then they all start fighting. They wind up in a dumpster. And you hear a one, two, three, and our truth comes out as champion. I'm like, how did that even happen? I lost count with fucking Drew. So I'm not even trying to keep, keep track of that anymore. Right. So then they go back to the ring and we get some big, meaty men slapping meat. We got Brian Strowman and Keith Lee. And it winds up in a count out. Then Brian fucking, he knocks Keith Lee into the guardrail and literally kills all of the fans because it takes out the whole entire front guardrail. Wait, you forgot what, what the fuck? What? What the hell? You count me out? <laughs> I'm berating. What the fuck? Even Buddy mad about that. Ladies and gentlemen, Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it just was, it was good because he knocked him down and we thought it was over. Then Keith Lee got up, slammed Braun through the raw set. We're like, okay, it's over. Nope, Braun got up, Keith Lee got up. Then they went through the tables. It's like, Jesus Christ, this is going to keep killing each other. Yes. Like, it was, it was pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> and apparently, like, this was supposed to be 
no DQ, non-sanctioned or whatever, because it was an exhibition. Team to take SmackDown. In essence, it was basically an underground match without it being underground. Yes. Yes. So then we get Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. This is where Buddy Murphy beat the shit out of Seth Rollins. Okay. He beat him with he beat him with the kendo stick because he wanted him to apologize to Aaliyah, and he beat him so bad that like he started to apologize, and then Seth got his his win back. Was like, what fuck? This I'm gonna beat your ass, bitch, and he just started beating the shit out of him. But that was Buddy's. It was and he dropped the kendo stick. Like, exactly. Like, man, man, it's cool. It's cool. I apologize. I apologize. Chill, 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 chill. I got it. Got it. Come, come down. Come down. Come down. Breathe. Breathe. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. And then he pokes him in the fucking eye and fucks him up. Yes. And he starts beating him down to Aaliyah comes out and saves him. He's like, no, he's just a kid. Don't hit him. Oh, no. And then Dominic comes out to make sure she's okay. Seth runs off, and they kind of help Buddy back to the back. And it's like, oh, she likes Buddy. Except for the most obvious, that being Ray, right? Who's the mm-hmm. oldest person in this whole thing? Because everybody so mad with this whole love story between Buddy and Aaliyah, which, by the way, still not confirmed. They're probably just like really fucking cool, like. It might wind up like in like he he trains with a wrestler or something, you know. It doesn't automatically okay. love story, you know. But mm-hmm. is Seth older than than Buddy or is Buddy older than Seth? Seth's older than Buddy. Okay. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I think Buddy's like thirty something. Seth is older, like by a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Like they just hit me just now. Like he he might not be in love with her. It might just be like a mentor thing. Okay. And then when speaking out twenty twenty one comes out, she's gonna be Buddy Murphy touched me. Okay. <laughs> I was young and naive. I didn't know what was going on. Yo, he okay. hates that shit. She hates that. Yes, she does. Like one day, like I don't know why, like if it's PG, that maybe you wouldn't do this. In my head, I picture her legit telling somebody, "Fuck you." What the fuck? You're naive. Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> so then we get. Nia Jackson Shayna versus the Riot Squad for the tag titles. I thought this match was going to be so much better than it was. I really did. I really did. Because I thought, okay, the Riot Squad is going to fight back. They're going to fight back. No. 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 They got beat the fuck down. That was crazy. They probably would have had a better chance at the pay-per-view. But, uh... I know. But they got fucked up. So, then we go to the back and we see Ali with MVP. MVP's like, yo, I got one more spot for you, dog. 
Like, what's up? You gonna take this spot of white? He's like, no, I'm gonna take your spot because I'm gonna beat you down in the ring. All right, let's and get out there and I have our match. Angry. Huh? And Ali was really angry if you noticed. Yeah, but but we'll we'll talk about something. We'll talk about something that like neither one of us peeped on initial viewing, but like I'll I'll talk about it in just a few seconds. Okay. So they go to commercial and then the Hurt Locker business is out there. And then Ali comes out there for the match. And mid-match, they stay there, hurt like a business, and Ali, and he goes, where's your boys? You know that they're back there. And it's Ali versus the hurt like a business. I say out my mouth, I say it's Ali and the hurt like a business. Renegade goes, no, it's not. Ali's got retribution. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's exactly what I said that's funny all of a sudden reciprocity comes out it's like what like okay why the reciprocity out here it's like dude it was like no so hurt like a business is like come on Alan you wanna team up with us like we can take these guys out come on so he goes back to back with them and then like T-Bar and Mace is out there he goes out there, gets in their face, and MVP is holding back Shelton and Bobby's like, no, let him get his ass whooped. There, he's holding them back. But he goes up to T-Bar base, Ali does. Ali's in their face. He just looks at him. And he turns around and says, get him. And all the retroprocity beats the living shit out of the Hurt Locker business. And Ali is the leader. His voice like legit changed. Like he normally talk like this, like all regular and all that. He shining light, but he legit went, get him. Like, wow, where the fuck did that come from? Yes. Now, now the thing that I wanted wait uh-huh. before you, you go to that though, right? The thing mm-hmm. prior, right? When mm-hmm. MVP asked like one of them to join, I could have sworn it was Ali. Because like Red Tide Theory. We told that story before, right? Yes. Fucking Ali was dressed in all black and not just regular like gear. Like he had like a black sweater on. I found it kind of weird. That's what I was going to bring up. He was dressed in all black for no goddamn reason. Yeah. But but because of that, I thought he was going to join up with the Herbopper business stuff. But you called it. You said he was going to join up with reciprocity, and he joined up with reciprocity. I was joking, obviously, but I'm glad it happened. Too bad. Now it's real. Ali's the leader of reciprocity. It's your fault. Now, do you want to tell him what what else you said about Ali and reciprocity? I forget, but it was this one little Easter egg that I liked before they cut. He had his hand mm-hmm. with his, like whatever like is it light off his hand and he just mm-hmm. shut his hand and lights were out like they went to commercial. Such a small thing, but so fucking dope in my opinion. Yes. And you also said that they should tie the hacker gimmick into Russell Prosody. Yes. Cause that, that that's why I made the joke, 
Because mm-hmm. to this day, we still don't know who the hacker was. Allegedly, it was supposed to be Ali. And apparently, it was Ali. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they are tying this into the whole hacker thing. And it seemed like they just dropped it. Yes. And this was probably said on the podcast weeks ago when Retroprocity was dying horribly said that if they do a dark order maybe I might like them well here's your dark order yeah he he the assaulted one yes he is and after that like there was no reason for anything else to be on the show but hey there was something else in the show there was Drew making yeah, it was Drew McEntry in the Province of the Streets versus Randy Dolphin Brood. Yeah, that happened. See, you forgot about that. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I only remember Ali. I forget everything else. Everything. What the fuck? Let's see? See, that's it. But the Ali thing was so but- fucking cool. Yeah. But something actually happened at that match that we haven't seen in a long time. Okay. And you you want to know what it was? And like, if you didn't pay attention, you would not see it. You want to know what it was? What was it? Because I probably wouldn't pay attention. Drew McEntry got pinned. I don't know. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, Drew McIntyre has not been pinned since before WrestleMania. Yeah, this is the first time he's gotten pinned. So it puts credence so, to maybe Randy or, or whoever pinned him. I believe it was Randy, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's it. So yeah, that's the thing. Cool. So yeah, that was Monday night. Raw. <laughs> yes. Goddamn right, it was a bore. Fucking put put everybody to sleep. Like. We were legit falling asleep watching this shit. Like, we kept telling each other, like, yeah, only reason we're watching this is because of the podcast. Like, there was no other reason to watch Raw. All of a sudden, Dali thing. Uh, okay, I'm like, I think either you and me said, yeah, I'm awake now. Yeah, no, that, that was it, because that woke us the fuck up. <laughs> that, made us, that made us pay attention. It was like, oh, shit, yeah, this is good. This is real good. Unfortunately, like, it went downhill from there, but, like, mm-hmm. you were kind of hopeful after, like, that lead thing. Basically. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was that.
So yeah, AEW was the Chris Jericho 30th anniversary love fest. It was a Jericho jerk. Fuck what you heard. Yeah, it was. It was so bad that it got him almost sick. But yeah, the show started off with Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage for the FTW Championship. Honestly, it, this match was pretty good. Like It was. I was about to say that. It was pretty good. And one of the things that was like really funny about this was Ricky Starks and Taz on commentary. Yes. Like they, they made it so much more better than it was. It was like, oh shit, this is actually fucking cool. Maybe just me. Like you you tell mm-hmm. me. Like you you pick up on shit like that. Was there some dissension between them and um Brian Cage or no? No, no, it wasn't. I kinda got a vibe with that. I, I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, he he like he didn't pin him. Let's talk about him. Like, you know, he's a machine. He he learns differently. Like Kind of calling him dumb. That's the way I took it. Dude, but like, his gimmick is he's dumb. <laughs> he's, a, he's a machine. He's a dumb machine. He's just dumb. He's a dumb machine, though. Yeah. But yeah, but you yeah, would pick up on that. So it's fine, I think. No, no, it's not. Because I feel like they were just insulting him because that's their thing. Oh, okay. Because if you if you heard when they first came out and like I don't, don't remember if it was Tony or Jr. said something like kind of underhanded to Ricky Starks, like Taz corrected him but with a worse analogy of Ricky Starks and was like, "Why? Why would you do that? Like it was okay." Like I think they called him they called him something and like he called him either flamboyant or something like it was something off and it was like. Taz, like, that's your... Whatever. Like, it just was so random. So it's kind of like but a, it's like, that's... The, like an us relationship where, like, we just, like... Yeah, that, Fuck with us for no reason. <laughs> exactly. That was it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Because I did pick up on it, but I wasn't sure if it was a serious thing. No, it's not. Oh, okay. So, Brian Cage beat Will Hobbs and... Taz and Ricky starts come out to the ring and they go, hey, we got a, a offer for you. There's one or two ways this is going to end. One, you join up with us and we don't beat your ass. Two, we beat your ass and we don't care. And like, as soon as they was about to beat his ass, here comes Darby Allen to help him. And they all go running off and Darby and Will are left standing in the ring. Now, I have a question. Like, mm-hmm. it has to do with the match. Like, what exactly mm-hmm. is the FTW title? Because originally I thought it was their version of the hardcore title. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Is that really what it is, or what? What is that? No, no. It's just it's just a title. I don't know what. It, there's no rules or nothing to it. Just a title. Oh, okay. So like, no. Weight limits, no weird rules. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. like it is what it is. Mm-mm. Yeah, 
basically their third Aurora title. Yep. Okay. And then we have the first part of the Jericho shoutouts. This one had Slash and a bunch of other random rock stars. It's just like looking at this going through all of them but looking at this one was like Jericho knows a lot of fucking famous rock stars and people he had um yeah like there's a lot of people I'm like what the fuck and the one that has the fucking internet ablaze was Tanahashi that said like I was about to say he's Jericho (laughs) that right (laughs) He said happy thirty. He had said happy thirtieth anniversary. You almost and fucking, I heard it. <laughs> I did. It, it set the internet ablaze because it's like, oh my god, they're gonna work together because it's something we heard on Meltzer, and Meltzer even said it wasn't happening, but we we think it's gonna happen because it's it's something that's gonna happen. Okay, let's break down what's supposed to happen, and everybody is so up in arms of like, yay, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So. The New Japan president, Harold May, is no longer with New Japan. And because of that, everybody's like, well, AEW and New Japan is going to work together because Harold May was the reason it, was, it wasn't it was happening. Okay. Granted, like, a lot of the AEW guys hate Harold May because Harold May didn't treat them like, quote-unquote, superstars that they thought they were. And they left and all he did was bitch for a whole year. Like they finally stopped bitching and now, you know, now everybody wants the New Japan AEW relationship to work and they're like, because Harold May's not there, like it's gonna work, right? It's gonna work. <clears throat> That's not what's happening. Fucking New Japan wants to be an American company also. Like they're not gonna team up with another American company and go you know what, we're going to team up with you guys, but we want our own TV show on American soil, but we're going to team up with you guys because we're going to be we're going to be teaming with you, but we want our own show. We want our own thing shown on American TV so people can get to know us. No, 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 but, but you guys can team up together and things will work out and it will be exposure for like the New Japan fans that have never seen AEW or AEW fans that have never seen New Japan. Spoiler alert. There's a reason that those two fan bases are the way that they are. And the ones who are in the middle are too fucking dense to realize there's a reason that there's people on both sides that don't fuck with each other. Yeah. Because everybody... All the dumbasses that think AEW and New Japan should work together are the ones in the middle. The ones there's people on AEW side that's like, yeah, we shouldn't work with New Japan. We should just build our own thing and we should be cool. There's people in New Japan that says, fuck AEW. That's it. Like they oh like it's always this seems like this little dumb fan base that's like, yo, they should work together. There was a reason fucking Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and all of them left. There was a reason they left. Like, you don't understand that? No, but if they work together, it'll give New Japan fans, like, exposure to the the product. 
Wait, no, 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 no. What do you mean the AEW fans would get exposure to the product? Most of the AEW fans were watching the product until they left. Like, I literally seen somebody on Twitter, like, when Tanahashi showed up, was like, an AEW mark goes, yo, I didn't know Tanahashi was still wrestling. Wait, no, no, no. I talked to you before when we were watching New Japan together. When the Bucks and them left, you have no idea what's happening now? No, I, I didn't know he was still wrestling. Oh, that's great. Oh, no, no, no. 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 You guys left. I, 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 this is my hatred with a lot of the AEW fans. It's, you guys left New Japan and turned your back on it and said, fuck them. Now you sniff a little bit of New Japan. Hey guys, can, can you guys come over here and hang out with us? No. No, no, no. No, fuck you. Fuck off. Go suck a dick. Back to the AEW show. Wait, wait. I, I want to let you put my two cents in there too, right? Because I'm not the biggest like, uh-huh. New Japan fan either. I do love their shows, the ones I see and whatever, right? But mm-hmm. they're just saying it, oh, because Tanahashi was there. Oh, we should Tanahashi, yeah, right? There's mm-hmm. another one there. I don't know if you want me to bring it up now, but I will say no. a person from another, gonna... from another company, I'm not going to say his name, that was there. And yeah, that don't mean he, they're teaming up with that company either. Wait, who was it? You want me to say? Yeah, go ahead, because I'm not sure if we're on the same page. Okay, Don Callis. Yo. You know what? Like now that you said that, that's really fucking hilarious and funny that nobody has said, "Oh shit, they're gonna work with Impact." Nobody fucking opened their mouth and said a goddamn word about that. Exactly. And Don Callis actually runs Impact. I would have picked up more on that. You know, what I mean, maybe because I'm um, a lesser New Japan fan and I, I watch mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling more sparingly. But I would pick up more on that because I know the backstory. He is. A higher up, you know? Yeah, and like nobody said one fucking word about that. It's just been all New Japan. Mm-hmm. But it, he's literally sitting right there, Don Callis, doing a whole 30th birthday for Chris Jericho. But nobody brought that up because, hey, fuck that shit. We want New Japan. Like, if we didn't have this podcast and you didn't watch the show and I told you, yo, but. Tanihashi was there, but Don Callis was there too. Which one would you pick up on more as far as a quote unquote team up? Which I don't think neither one is going to happen, but still. It would be Don Callis. Yes. Because he's like, even though he's Jericho's best friend forever and ever, he legit is like the head person in charge of Impact. Yes. Him and Scott Demore, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Like, that's what's fucking with me. It's like, what the fuck? Like, but we all know where the AEW fans' loyalists lie. Hell, oh, I'm sorry for that. Now. Okay, we're gonna get to a promo <laughs> from Lance Archer. Where Lance Archer was talking about him and Moxley wrestled before, 
They wrestled in the Tokyo Dome. And my Corona brain kicked in was like, wait a minute. That happened like two years ago. What are you talking about? Holy shit, that was this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that happened. That happened. I was I was really baffled because I swore that happened like two years ago. But that happened earlier this year. It's funny how everything that just bleeds together, you don't know what is what. Yes. And that also opened up the door for the fans talking about, oh, they mentioned New Japan twice. Oh my God, they're working together. And then I just have to tell them, suck my entire cock. I didn't say penis, but okay. Anyhow, you do know no. it's mentioned a third time because, like, Moxie later in the show. Oh, I will get to that. Yeah. And get to them sucking my whole entire cock. But, yeah. Then we had a tag team match. And I don't know what happened here. You tell me what happened here because I was a little baffled because, like, it was a couple of the things that happened that, like, fucked up in this match. I was like, this match is supposed to be really good. What happened? You're talking about. It was a t- Fucking best friends versus um, what you call it? Wait, no, that happens next week, right? Yeah, this happens next week. I'm about to say, wait, you watch the show next week? <laughs> yeah, I'm from the future. No, but FT, FTR the match, right? Yeah, FTR versus F25 or FH200, whatever. What? I don't give a fuck what their name is. Whatever. I don't even know what the hell their name is. You yeah. know who they are. Yeah. Oh, that favorite too. That's what it is. TH2. That's what it is. Hence why like, I, I fucked up yeah. and thought they were best friends because they kind of remind me of each other. So. Yeah. But like, yeah, like it was a couple of spots in this match that like, was total fuck up. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, I swear um, so what Beck Evans got injured at one point. Yeah, like what? Like that's what fucked me up. It was like, what happened in this match? Like this match was so. Yeah, because it was like, yo, this, first off, the match started out really good, and then it started to like fall apart. And I was like, what the fuck. But yeah, F- yeah, but FTR won, and then. WWE had to step in and show the weenies on TV and it was the FTR is the weenies. That's such a WWE trope. But you know who did it? It was the best friends. Best friends did it. I love the voiceover and, for this shit. And I just want to know all those people who criticize WWE for their dumbass comedy, the best friends did it and nobody says a word. And it's like, oh, this was so awesome. WWE does shit like this all the time and everybody hates it. Fucking AEW does it. Nobody has a problem. Great. It's like that joke for me. No one bats an eye. Exactly. But the best friends came out and said, hey, we want the tag team titles next week. So we're going to have our tag team title match next week. All right, cool. And 
the young fucks were backstage and Matt Jackson had his back turned to the whole entire TV and was watching it that way and it was like okay we know what this is supposed to be we know what this is supposed to be a shot at WWE the only good thing about it was Nick Jackson's back he's he's alive corona free I mean he's perfectly fine no injuries whatever what he's fine yeah but Matt he's a sick one now so you tell me is VP disease that's what's wrong with Matt VP so they turned around and they super kicked the the camera and said, "Hey, we don't have any money." Yeah, and just walk away. I was like, "All right." <laughs> By the way, go on. They've been doing my day. I'm in FTR. Like, I think you mm-hmm. mentioned it on the last, last podcast, and not the one before, prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. FTR been doing a brush with glory. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. The Brush with Glory. Yeah, they've been doing that. No, Brush with Greatness is Brush with Greatness. Brush with Greatness, okay. Um, yes. You know, it's basically they fight for 20 minutes. If you don't beat them, FTR still wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, this match with um, the best friend is just a regular match. Like, 60 minutes. Yeah, it's for the title. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had the backstage promo from Moxie talking about, I fought you before, I'm going to beat you this time again and keep the title. He's like, okay, cool. Brought up New Japan again, and then everybody, once again, oh my God, it's definitely happening, it's definitely happening. Suck my entire cock and goggle the balls, bitch. Now. Goddamn. Didn't. Then we had the dog collar match between Cody and Brody Lee. This was brutal. I hated the whole thing. I've been honest. I said it was brutal. I didn't say it was brutal good. I didn't say it was brutal. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you hate the whole thing? Exactly what you said. Because it was brutal. Like, we were on the same page. <laughs> like, it was hard to watch, like, Something, something was off in this match too like you expected a lot more out of them as much as I shit on Cody and whatever like he's great in the ring I don't know what the fuck he did here yeah it's just like I don't know everybody's saying it was like the best match in AEW it was so brutal and nobody had seen a dog collar match like that on TV for so long and it was like so great to, like to have this match and it was like oh, okay like I just kind of got turned off with like it wasn't even all the blood it just was like the brutality for brutality's sake and there's not really much to go on here this is like he got beat in three minutes he got beat in three minutes and like decimated in three minutes so this is his comeback to have this violent match with Brody Lee and him to beat Brody Lee like this it's like Okay, like I feel like th- I feel like there's a chunk of a story that's missing that I wasn't involved in, but I watched AEW. But I feel like it was a whole chunk of a story that I was just missed for like months. I feel like there's something missing here 
that should have made me be more invested in this match, but it's not there. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I know this. I know this. Cody runs with Brody, it? and Cody just wanted back his title. That's all. He's a VP. Well, that's a. That's exactly what happened. He won back the title. And I just felt, I don't know. I just felt, I don't know. I felt something. He won back his title and then he cuts the promo and he was like, everybody wants me to go to the dark side because I got dark hair. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick with you fans because I love you fans. You fans are the greatest. And it was like, okay, Cody, like you could still be a good guy with dark hair. It's not, it's not a death sentence. Like, if that was the case, just go blonde again. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, and then he says, like, I'm going to defend my title against somebody. And then Orange Cassidy comes out. So next week, he's defending this title against Orange Cassidy. Go back to blonde. Basically. Yeah, I'm stuck on that. I'm rocking purple. And then we had... (laughs) Then we had a match was Big Swole versus Serena Deeb. It was like a two-minute match. Serena beat the hell out of Big Swole for a while. But for it being a two-minute match, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And that was the last women's match that AEW will have for a while. Because next week, the best friends versus FTR for the tag titles. One. Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the television title. Two. The world title, Lance Archer versus John Moxie next week. Okay. That's retitles on the line next week. Mostly all of your titles. Isn't something missing here? Isn't something missing? Oh, they have a women's title. Holy shit, they do? Yep. By the way, she wasn't even on this show. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, by the way, the most beautiful thing about the Cody match is that he almost bled to death. I just had to point that out. I don't care. Wow. So, more Jericho things happen where they show one with Gene Simmons, Kevin Smith, Shaquille O'Neal, and just like a bunch of other rock stars. He, he has so many fucking famous friends. It's like, the fuck? Once again, it's like the first side of it. Like, you didn't hear me correctly when I said it. I call bullshit. Okay, why do you call bullshit? I don't think he knows none of these motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, he was in a movie with Kevin with Kevin Smith where he played the KKK leader. <coughs> I believe he really is a KKK leader. Whoa, <laughs> buddy, don't say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, he knows Gene Simmons and, like, Slash because he's a rock star. He ain't no fucking rock star. Okay. Like, All right, pal. Like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, like, school y'all, right? Because, like, he, his band has no awards. Until recently, they, they didn't, like, they just started doing, like, actual songs. They were a cover band. Like, for the longest. That doesn't like to say Jesus. rock star. I looked it up on uh, on their wiki. Like no, no. You're a wrestling wow. star, 
possibly TV star. I'm not going to give you movie star. You're not a rock star. You're okay, rock star well. adjacent. You're okay. I, okay. Do, I do like some of your songs, but yeah, you're not the greatest. Wow. But yeah, like, <laughs> then he had a match with Dr. Luther. And this was this was also another thing that made everybody go, oh my god, more New Japan! Because during the match, they mentioned that Ghetto and Chris Jericho teamed up against Dr. Luther and whoever the hell Dr. Luther's partner was back in the day. And Ghetto is the booker of New Japan. And you know how they are. So yeah, Jericho and Dr. Luther had this great match. Yeah. I mean, not great match. Dr. Luther is pretty good though. Yeah. But it wasn't just them in the match. It was Serpentico, Dr. Luther versus Jericho and Jake Hager. What are uh, Serpentico and um, Dr. Luther? Chaos something? Chaos effect, I want to say? Yeah, I want to say Chaos Theory, but that's not it. And then also I want to call them the Chaos Initiative. That's also not it. It's, it's the Chaos something. Realm, company, something. It's Chaos something. Order. No, that doesn't seem right. Chaos. No. Fuck it. We don't know. Get her the chaos lounge. That's we don't know what they are. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what they are, but we're just leaving it there. But yeah, um, that's that was the match because Jericho won his last match in thirty years, and then after. After the game one, excited, but like I watched the show, so there's nothing for me to be excited for. I could have sworn you said, "Yeah, I know." Last match, like what? It was holy shit! I'm happy. No, I said his last match in 30 years. (laughs) There was a caveat there. (laughs) Yeah, I heard the caveat. (laughs) I almost got him. But yeah, they they had the match. It was really good. And Jericho won and M.I. Jeff came out and he had a clown. Clownico, I think he, the clown's name was, right? Yeah, something around there. Clownico. And then Clownico came in the ring and we thought it was going to be somebody, a wrestler, or something cool. It was going to be something really awesome. And it was... Nothing. Hanukkah. It would, yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing. He just showed up, and it was nothing. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, that, that, that's it. And then Jericho elbowed him, knocked out the clown, and him and him and my Jeff just looked at each other and laughed. Ha 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 ha! Love you, love you too. Happy 30th anniversary, people! Bye! Yay! And they all celebrated with drugs. I mean, cocaine. I mean, <laughs> alcohol. The bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. 
And that was the AEW show. Now, in between these matches, they had a bunch of those, like, Jericho shoutouts. For instance, his dad, mm-hmm. Chris Irvine, I think his dad's mm-hmm. name is. No, that's him. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Ted Irvine. Ted Irvine. Ted Irvine. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, the one that bothered you the most, Ultimo Dragon. I, I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to, to tell me you saw it. I seen that shit. I seen that shit. Like, it looked like he recorded it okay. off a fucking weird camcorder. Like, it looked like a VHS tape. Like, what the fuck? From 19 fucking 94. <laughs> Like I, I know, I know you can get better technology, Ultimo Dragon. Like you, fucking look like you a camcorder, a fucking camcorder, dude. Nobody makes those. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, what the fuck, dude? They had um, Gabriel Iglesias, I believe his name is. I forget. I call him Fluffy. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. And he had on the monitor, he had, um, almost a Chris Jericho. <laughs> he had. What the Chris fuck? Chavo Guerrero, which I swear to God, they looked alike. You said it was a before and after pick. Yes. Yes. That's fucked up. That and better. Okay. All right. Because Chavo's getting up there. Chavo's trying to. Oh, okay. Not touching that one. Okay. What? No, I didn't say anything. That's a Chucky Guerrero. I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, I forget. I didn't know where we went because Don Kelly is. She she killed O'Neal. I said not worthy. <laughs> oh wow! You just called she killed O'Neal not noteworthy. DDP was in it. Oh, yeah. He's talking about his brother, Chris Jericho, which weren't they feuding that long ago? I don't know. They might have been. Like, I feel like everybody is fucking uh, um, DDP's brother. He calls everybody brother. Unlike Hulk Hogan, who is just racist. Oh, um, Rest in peace, Hulk Hogan. I mean, shit. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I know. After I said it, I was <laughs> I didn't realize he's still alive. And that happens a lot, people. That happens a lot. Like I see a picture of two dead people and then it's Hulk Hogan with them and I'm like, oh, all of them died. And then I re- remember, oh, Hulk Hogan's still alive. Remember, people, you heard it here first. No, you did not hear it here first. You didn't hear shit here first. This one you didn't hear. You didn't hear shit. It happened. You heard it here first. Nope, you didn't hear shit here first. Nope. <laughs> nothing. You heard nothing. We're going to cut out that last 10 seconds and then we're just going to move on to SmackDown. <laughs> you ready for SmackDown? Did you just say rest in peace, Barry Gordy? Rest in peace, Terry Bollea. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, yo, it did the bad part. I was about to say, yo, he already did. <laughs> no, he's still alive. 
For those of you that don't know, that's Hulk Hogan's actual real name. Yes. Damn, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it ain't me. Nothing happened. Oh, Nothing happened. Oh, we're gonna dedicate a show to him since you, you fucking like did that. Because <laughs> you did it. Yo, now that you said that, I was about to say, <laughs> so we'll be just gonna dedicate to all the people that died before the show. I'm just saying we we we've done that before. <laughs> I know, but like, I keep thinking he's already gone. <laughs> like he should show up on TV or something somewhere soon, just so I can remember he's still alive. Just do that. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Like he has his own like issues. But unlike Flair, he has common sense. He's not sure right now. Flair just like, yeah, fuck, fuck Rona. I'm here. Woo! Yeah, because Flair just, he, he should be the one who's fucking safe. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm surpri- surprised that um, Flair has not got it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, let's talk about SmackDown. No, no, no. Say things like no, no, no. I, I'm dead serious. Like people of that age are more like I'm not trying to be a dick. People of that age are more susceptible of getting it. You know what I mean? He's not playing it safe. To me, after Randy took him out, he should have stayed home, not return. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want the money and I want the fame and I want people to love me. No, fuck that. My life is more valuable. Which I want to believe that's where Hogan's mm-hmm. like mind frame is. Going back to that. Mm-hmm. You don't see him anywhere. You see, you hear him once in a while, maybe like in a TMD story or something like that. Maybe like a random Facebook video or YouTube video or what have you. Maybe he tweets something. Mm-hmm. You don't see him because I think he's playing it safe. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, or maybe never mind. <laughs> but Flair, I almost, I almost said maybe he's dead already. But like, not like for real, for real. Be honest though. Right? Mm-hmm. Flair's not yeah. playing it safe. Flair's not playing it safe because he needs the money for some reason. Like he doesn't have a daughter who can support him if times got tough. But no, he's not playing it safe. Yeah. Like, this is me being serious. Like, I'm actually like legit concerned for sure. I'm not being a dick person. Yeah, I'm also concerned for him too. Yeah, no, because normally I would be a dick. That's why. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hogan's safe, and like Flair's not safe. Hopefully, they like they're both good. I don't wish that on anyone. Yes. Me neither. But, uh, okay, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get into SmackDown, any news? I mean, no, just a regular no news. Oh. No news is good news. Yeah, pretty much. Especially for the conversation we just had. So, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yo, that would fucking hurt as we're talking. One of them wind up dead. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah, what the hell? 
But um, yeah, let's get into SmackDown, I guess. All right, cool. Let's get into SmackDown. the pod to talk about uh stuff and things Smackdown? whatever i don't give a shit whatever <laughs> let's just talk about let's get this piece of crap over yeah guys smackdown was not what i wanted it to be vic's not pleased because the draft didn't turn out the way he thought it would make one of the draft by the way if we yes Yes. This is this this just sucks. <laughs> but yeah, like um what the fuck happened? Let's let's start at the beginning. They started at the beginning with the draft and surprisingly Drew McEntry got drafted to Raw and Roman Reigns got drafted to SmackDown. That was so didn't see that coming at all. That was so shocking. How did you feel about how shocking that was? That pisses me off, but it's confusing. How do you draft where you already at? I hate that. I hate it when they do that. They've been doing it for the past couple years. I hate it. I know, but Oscar got drafted to Raw too. <laughs> like it was so great. But then they drafted Seth Rollins to SmackDown, meaning that Seth Rollins would be on SmackDown and it would be no more him versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic. It was over, guys. It was over and it was fine. Yay! Then we had a match. The first match of the night, it was Big E versus Sheamus in a fall count anywhere match. It was brutal. It was brutal. Like this was pay-per-view caliber in my opinion. Yeah, it was brutal. They fought all over the Thunderdome. I was about to say full cell for some reason. They fought all over the Thunderdome. They they slammed each other in the cars a couple of times. Sheamus threatened to slam Big E's arm and break it. It was like no. It was it was really wrong. It was really crazy. But you know what? Oh my god! They didn't even get to the blood part. Yeah, it was a lot of blood because both of them got opened by going through the windshield of two different cars. But yeah, that happened. And then right after the match, Biggie was standing there. They went to commercial and. Here comes Kofi Kingston. And here comes Xavier Woods. So the new day is back together. Yeah, new day. And I know that if we weren't paying attention, we wouldn't have caught it. But Xavier Woods is like, now we should come back and take our tag team championships. And I'm like, ha guys, yeah, you're going to take your tag team championship. No, you're not. Apparently, they had a tag team title match scheduled for later. What the fuck? Throughout this whole thing, Big E, like, 
it didn't seem played. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're back, but like, I'm, I'm doing it. Like, he didn't say that. It just like in his face, you could tell he really didn't seem happy. Yeah, he he didn't seem happy at all. Like he did the new day rocks. Like he only did it once, and then he going with it like he normally does. And when he did the whole W. W, you, you know, I'm not fucking doing it, but you know, like he he didn't he wasn't into that either. You know, he had just got beat down ferociously. Oh no, most definitely. But still, like you you think he would be into it just a little bit more? Take the funk. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Fuck the funk. I'm not doing that. But it's terrible and angry. No, no, no. Then we had a match that made Renegade so happy. We had Miz and Morrison versus Matt and Jeff. <laughs> he was so happy. <laughs> I so legit pop. I legit pop. Like, wait, what? And, and commentary said it a few times too. Yes. But you were so happy. It was Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy versus Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. They got to go. And like they did, they did like a lot of Hardy Boys type moves, like poetry in motion and shit. You mean broetry in motion? Bro. Yes, they said that. that that's what they wanted to do. Broetry in motion. I like that. I like that. Keep them together. <laughs> no, don't keep them together. Like they had a really good match, and Matt and Jeff won, but then <sighs> Lars Sullivan came out. Apparently, he's back. You heard him, Lars Sullivan. Yeah, he he's back. Like. It makes no Isn't sense. Isn't that a Corona thing? He'd been out for a long fucking time. He'd been gone way before Corona. I thought he was fired. Everybody thought he was fired, but apparently he's still here. That's fucking crazy. He's still here. He's still here, and he's part of the fucking team for no reason. Don't know why, but he is. Evidently. Piss me off. But, down mm-hmm. right now. But he's also part of the draft, so he might be going to Raw. So. Yeah, because she said that, like, when she did the rest of her draft, she was like, yeah, he's here, but he's also now part of the draft. I was like, okay, whatever, bitch. I don't care. I see. He, he's like, uh, I was, like, he was the one hosting this whole thing, which, that's like, that was my... my Number one question when we were going into the draft, who's going to host it? You thought it was going to be the, mm-hmm. the GM. I keep forgetting his name. Adam Pierce. I almost called him Adam Cole. Yeah, Big Bay. But yeah, I thought it would be him, but it was her. Whatever. Don't care. But yeah, like, screw Larry Sullivan. Screw. Yeah. And then we had the box of the draft, 
where they they traded Sasha to SmackDown. So she's still on SmackDown. The fuck? Makes no fucking sense. He should have went to Raw. Yeah, she should have went to Raw. It makes no fucking sense at all. And it, just, it was a perfect story. It was a perfect fucking story. Now, if they craft a story, and I'm trying to give you a little heads up slash spoiler, Bailey is eligible to draft on Monday. Let's say Bailey gets drafted. Then, like, whatever. But let's go on to the match so I can finish explaining further. Sasha and Bailey had a match, and Bailey hit Sasha with a chair, which is basically what everybody expected. So now they're going to Hell in a Cell. Bailey versus Sasha in Hell in a Cell. In the Hell in a Cell match, and, which. Yes, Hell in a Cell match. Fuck. We, we didn't get to why this or what the fuck yet. But here's the thing. If Bailey gets drafted to Monday Night Raw, Michael Cole says something interesting, and I'm waiting to see how this works. Okay. He said, if a champion gets drafted to another show, that champion gets to keep their title. There's no switching to the title. They get to keep their title and go to another show. So... My thinking is Bailey's gonna get switched over to Raw, she's gonna keep the title. They're gonna have Hell in a Cell and she's going to lose Hell in a Cell. That's this is what my WWE brain is thinking. She's gonna lose the title. What my smart brain is thinking, she should keep the title and stay on Raw with the SmackDown title so Raw doesn't have a title and Sasha has to Find, get a find a way to get to the title eventually Royal Rumble type style go to Wrestlemania blah 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 yada 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 yeah. just same way just different story but I feel like that's not what WWE is going to do WWE is going to put the title right on her at Hell in a Cell it's going to be fun and everybody's going to be like hey it's the champion she's the champion yay basically they're going to run it but also they're, yeah, they're gonna rush it, and it's like this is this is not the way to rush it. And I'm so angry because it's like it's a fucking storyline that's great, that sounds great, looks great, it has a great feel, great emotion, but the fucking fans and WWE are just like, fuck it, we're just gonna rush it and just fuck everything up. Perfect. Perfect. It's so right. Perfect. Perfect. I want my money, and I want it yeah. now. No, man. No, no, no. Sometimes you just can't get your money now. It's just fucking enjoy. Yeah. Just fucking enjoy shit, guys. Like, the fuck? Like, it would be so sweet if they did it right, but hey, fuck it. Fuck it. Whatever. I'm. And, like, I don't know. I'm just. Whatever. I'm just so over this. <laughs> So over this. Let's get back to the show. I'm over it. So Jay Uso comes out. He cuts a promo. Then Roman shows up in his fucking mansion with Paul Heyman. And he's telling Jay Uso he's gonna fight him in Hell in a Cell. 
but it's going to be a Hell in a Cell I equipment inside the cell. That's going to be fucking okay. brutal as fuck. Yes. Which now gives three Hell in a Cell matches. Drew McEntry versus Randy. Jay versus Roman. And now Sasha versus Bailey. Three Hell in a Cell matches. I'm retarded if you ask me. Like, it's normally two. And for all that, you might as well do the fucking... Uh, what's the impact thing again? You said it earlier. I forgot, forgot it that quick. Lethal Lockdown? Do Lethal Lockdown where every single match is in a steel cage. In this case, every single match is hell in a cell. Like, I might as well do that if you're going to do three of them. Yes. Like, but it's just... It makes no sense. And by this point, I was mentally checked out. Then we had a tag team title match. The New Day versus Swiss Amora. And just like that, the New Day win the tag team titles. That's where they came. And they were so happy. They were celebrating... It was hype. And I already knew what was going to happen because I had some inside news and plus earlier in the draft, Bianca Belair got drafted to Raw. So I'm like, I know exactly what's about to happen. The New Day is standing there and Stephanie Mann comes out and she goes, drafted to Raw, the New Day, Xavier and Kofi. And Xavier's like, why didn't you say Big E's name? Like Big E's name's on there. Like you should say his name. Why didn't you say his name? E, she only forgot your name. Why'd you forget E? And then she said, "I'm sorry. I love you." Big E's drafted to SmackDown. I was like, wait, wait what? <laughs> I like that. Sorry, I love you, thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I made it. I made it way more entertaining than it was. That was fucking funny. Yeah, and then. That's what happened now. Big E's on SmackDown and Xavier Kofi is on Monday Night Raw. Yep. So, yeah, we're, they're going to have this Raw Tag Team titles. And, of course, the Street Profits are going to wind up going to SmackDown now. Because Bianca Belair is there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. So then we get the main event. It's the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Kevin Owens. It was a real good match, but I have to bring this up. How the fuck is the Fiend just? How can he just get fucked up and be able to get back up just just like that? Like he has like a high pain threshold. He has to. Like what the fuck, dude? Like I was it just was fucking me up. It has to be that. Cause like even if like shit is worked, it still fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, like the fiend wound up destroying 
Kevin Owens. Hopefully, hopefully, Kevin Owens changes to a person, a different person. Yep. It's going to be good, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. And then they announced for the season premiere, it's going to be Braun Strowman Bread versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Very confused because I swore Braun Strowman Bread was now on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, because we got like a bunch of like pre drag like picks and, and all that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, we have the New Day final match on Friday Night Smackdown. Also bothers me. It also bothers me. No, no, like, it's, it's, it's bad because, like, you already got traded, so, like, what the hell? No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I got traded or not. That's not how this works. I do what I want when I want to do it. Can I do it now? No. No, no, no. Not now. Not ever. Don't do it. So, like, I'm not even going to lie. This fucking SmackDown was just like, it wasn't all that good. It wasn't all that good also because I predicted stuff that was cooler than what they they did in... I know you can't do that. That is just so wrong. And WWE is the worst. You never do anything good. But it is what it is. Not to mention the fact that they brought back Lars Sullivan, which basically took out all the fucking air out the room. Yes. Yes. But yeah, um, let's go with the draft picks. Let's. So number one was Drew to to Raw. Number two was Roman to SmackDown. Three was Asuka to Raw. Four was Seth Rollins to SmackDown. Five was the Hurt Locker business to Monday Night Raw. Six was AJ Styles to Raw. Seven was Sasha Banks to SmackDown. Eight was Naomi to Raw. Bianca Belair was nine to SmackDown. The women's tag team champions, which was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler to Monday Night Raw. Ricochet, amazingly, Ricochet got drafted to Raw. I'm surprised he didn't say anything. Number 12. Number 12 was Jay Uso to SmackDown. And number 13, I can't believe they even drafted this woman to Raw. Like, this is such a great get for them. Mandy Rose is now on Raw. <laughs> In everybody's worst nightmare, Dominic and Rey Mysterio are now on SmackDown, along with Seth, the bother Seth. <sighs> Make everybody's nights bad. And we got Mr. Draft himself, number 15, The Miz, going back to Raw with Morrison. And is this time he's not Number 16. Yes. Number 16, 
like we said earlier, the New Day, Kofi and Xavier going to Raw. 17, Big E to SmackDown. Number 18, Dana Brooke went to Raw. Number 19, Otis got drafted to SmackDown. And last but not least, number 20, Angel Garza is going to Raw. Like, that's kind of a, like, the way they did it is a pet peeve of mine. What? Because, like, okay, for instance, the last one you just said, he was already on Raw. The way they worded it, Uh like, oh, he's coming to Raw. Like, no, he was already on Raw. Like, what what the fuck? Yes. And that's the way they did with everybody. Like, if you really, like, wasn't paying attention and didn't know your shit, you would swear Mm -hmm. these motherfuckers actually got traded. For the most part, no one really got traded. It was like only a select few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah, that that it, it continues tomorrow though for talking smack. Yes, that's happening. That's a thing. Yes. So that's yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> At least but, yeah, um, they have what you call it, um like the the raw one too on top of that, so what? Uh 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 the raw draft. So basically we're gonna get like four draft days even though they like promoted it as uh, two mm-hmm so yeah that, that, that'll that work out great yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah that, that's the thing we'll see any news um, all I recall you telling me was the ricochet thing. Not the ricochet thing. The what? thing. Excuse me. I'm on fucking um Twitter and I seen ricochet real quick. But the Matt Riddle thing. Oh yeah, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is getting sued, and also the WWE is getting sued by Candy Cartwright, which is. The girl who had relations with Matt Riddle. She's suing Matt Riddle. She's also suing WWE. Here's the there's a lot more to this. There's a lot more to this, guys. So there's a referee named Drake. Drake you know who Drake is, right? Yeah. The yeah. referee from CZW. Yeah. The so he's... We called... Um, he was Gargano's referee for the longest. Like, he... Yes. That one. Okay. Yes. So, he's... Um, he's a little on the right. A little too right. And what I mean the right, I mean right side, on the politics side, a little on the right. He into a lot of conspiracy theories. Too many conspiracy theories is just wrong. 
this start with a Q, but he's he's way on the other side. Here is the problem. He fucked up. He fucked up. Okay. He fucked up because he was the one who emailed Candy Cartwright that she cannot work for WWE because of her prior involvement with Matt Riddle. He he emailed her from the WWE corporate email. From a WWE email. He illegally did this. This has nothing to do with him. He's not part of this whole situation. He emailed her and said, hey, you can't do this. And canceled her dates for her tryout. So he's now involved in this. Huh? Yeah. He canceled it. (laughs) Because... I guess Matt tipped him off. He went into the emails and said, hey, listen, we're canceling your tryout. And yeah, that's what happened. So now he's involved in this, which is really fucked up. But it's okay. It's okay. He, he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves it. Because you, you want to be a weirdo. You want to be that guy. You put yourself in a bad position. That's cool. That's cool. Like, all I had to do was stay out of it. Yeah, but now you're in it. Now you got the company sued. Like, I was wondering why, like, she was suing the company. Like, it kind of didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is why. Because it was some trickery and some fuckery going around behind the scenes that led to this. She's not going to win because it's a multi-million dollar company. And they're going to like beat your ass in court so bad, but the fact that you're suing them and it's going to wind up getting out of hand to the courts and all, yeah, it's going to be a thing. Question. Is the mm-hmm. Riddle and the B thing jointed or is it separately? It's one thing. It's one thing? It's one thing, yes. Okay, she's definitely losing. Because I was going to say, if she has one case against Olivia and another case against Matt, she could possibly beat Matt. No, she's, she still couldn't beat Matt because, you know, WWE is WWE. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. if she got enough proof, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know that they'll fudge the numbers and they'll fuck shit up. Like, we'll just have to just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. But if it gets out of hand and, like, CNN and other people pick it up, yeah. It's gonna be trouble. It's gonna be trouble. Yeah, that's... that's, that's None of it is good. Not at all. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's um that was SmackDown the Yeah, whatever. SmackDown and news and Fucking SmackDown ruined me this week. And <laughs> fuck it, whatever. 
whatever. Is there any other now, thing I, that we can leave off on on a good note? Because I feel like we're leaving that on a bad note. No, because now SmackDown is now the boring show, slightly. <laughs> because now we have Seth Rollins and Dominic and Rey Mysterio on the same show. I'm saying this as of right now. As of us mm-hmm. recording this, at least we don't have Buddy right now. Buddy Murphy, that is. So, guys, here's what's here's what's happening. They're doing a little draft thingy tomorrow morning, and just because he said that Buddy Murphy is going to get draft tomorrow morning to SmackDown, and the show is just going to keep going, and it's not going to stop. We're just going to have seven segments of Buddy, Seth, Aaliyah, Dominic, Dominic's mom. Like, it's just gonna be. This is not gonna stop. It's just gonna keep going. It's just, we have entered the Twilight Zone. Like it, literally, a same thing on a different show. It's just, oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh, the Kofi Kingston and Ali thing. That's interesting. Say that, yeah. Yeah, Kofi Kingston and Ali. They're on the so, show now. Yes, and people have been pushing for this to happen since Monday. And yeah, Monday. That sounded weird. Yes, it's true, but it sounded weird. No, but it it is weird. But yes, that's a thing. So yeah, guys. Yeah, that's a thing. I actually want to see that match, though. Not even gonna lie. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Especially because if you guys, yeah, because if you guys don't know, like the big Kofi Kingston title run, yes, that was all because Ali got injured. If Ali didn't get injured, we wouldn't have had that. So yeah. Question. And I, uh huh. Like. You probably know, no, but like, if you know, just tell me. But your opinion: if none mm-hmm. of this would have went down, our lead would have been fine. Would that mm-hmm. have been our lead's moment? Meaning, would he have? No, no. Okay, no. Because this was the plan. Ali was getting, he was getting a push. He was getting a push. He was getting a push. You know what the plan was? What? Kevin Owens. At WrestleMania, it was Kevin Owens versus Brian Danielson. That was okay. it. So that was somehow, it. some way, he would lose the number contendership to Kevin Owens. I don't know if he was going to lose it or at no way out he was going to wind up facing him and then losing. Oh, but he definitely, he definitely was not going to make it to WrestleMania because WrestleMania was scheduled Kevin Owens versus. Mustafa Ali. That was it. Gotcha. Yep. And the Kofi Mania thing took off. That was that. That was a whole nother level. That's why they had to change plans. Because nobody was supposed to make it except for Kevin and Daniel. That's it. It was beautiful though the way it wound up. So happy accident. Of course. Of course, it was it was kind of better than it was planned. But at the time, for about a couple of weeks, I was 
really upset because I was a huge Mustafa Ali fan and he was he deserved his shot then it took some convincing to go you know what Kofi Kofi's been here for a while this is actually happening I'm behind it yeah not to mention we have Heal Ali now so it was all for the greater good shut up Seth <laughs> I said that perfect. Yeah, I know he did, Seth. But yeah, that. Like a fucking show. Whatever. Um. Yeah. On Monday, we'll. Well, not Monday. Next week's pod, we'll have all of the official draftees and all of those who got left behind in the show. And everybody that hates everybody, we'll have more rough on those. Maybe next week won't suck. It probably will, but maybe it won't suck. Probably. I feel like we're leaving on a fucking such a sad note. Like, what the hell? We're not leaving on a sad note. We're leaving on a good note. Everything is good. Everything is fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. See, see, everything is so fun. It's sweet and dandy and just, it's great. Did you say dandy? El dandy? Yes, I said great El dandy. <laughs> Your favorite person. A.K. Graham and Talik. He's not the same person, but okay. It's his son. I swear it's his son. It's not his son. He didn't have kids. You say that and be funny shit to ask your head. That would that would be funny. But yeah. This is this is the end of the podcast, I guess, right? I don't know. Anything else? Any news? Anything breaking? Anything broken? Mm, nothing that I can recall. Have a dandy day. Okay, we're not leaving it on that joke. <laughs> we're not leaving it on that joke. Nope. We gotta leave a fucking joke because, like, it seems so fucking sad. It's not. It's not. Okay, we'll go with, like, a fucking, what you call it? Uh, Bray Wyatt thing in the fact that we're headed to hell in a cell soon. See you mm-hmm. in hell. No. Not doing that. <laughs> also, Seth Rollins does not want to wrestle Matt Riddle at all. No way in hell. He doesn't want to wrestle him. He Not like uh, storyline. He actually kind of hates him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against that though. I pr- I pray to God, no. I pray it doesn't happen. Okay. No. Because, <laughs> like, I kind of like Seth, and I kind of don't want him to wrestle Matt Riddle. Okay. I don't know why. I just don't want him to wrestle Matt Riddle. I'm just leaving it at that. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, since SmackDown 
killed everything and made me a sad fan again. Um, all I got to say is please stop lying and acting like you guys don't watch WWE even though it's complete shit. You, you were fucking assholes. Fucking marks. <laughs> I was waiting for that when I'm like, wow, you're not going to say that? Fucking marks. Fucking AEW shield. I wonder how much they pay you. You know what? I'm going to start getting the fucking AEW shield thing. Fuck it. AEW is the best wrestling company in the world. There's nothing else better than AEW. AEW is the greatest. AEW is so cool. AEW pay me money. Yeah, see? AEW pay me money. <laughs> see, this is it. This is it. This is what happens when WWE sucks so hard. AEW becomes the greatest company in the world. They have 9 million viewers every week. They sell out every arena. Everybody loves AEW because AEW is the best wrestling in the world. Guys, AEW is the best show. Dude, AEW, 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 AEW. Pay me my money. Pay me my money. Pay me, I mean, AEW, AEW. <laughs> I, am, I am now an AEW corporate shield. So, guys, this is a now for now on. It's an AEW podcast. We'll be talking a lot about AEW. We'll be talking about WWE just to talk about how bad they are, just how crappy they are, and how much they suck. We're going to talk about how bad their their promotions are. We're going to watch every show and just talk about how bad they are. And we're going to know every storyline from top to bottom, but we're going to tell you that we hate the show. We're we're going to we're going to give it our all because AEW is the best. AEW. AEW, AEW, pay me my money, AEW.